is Sound and Vision from KEXP. So KEXP is a publicly funded radio station based in Seattle, and this week is our spring fund drive where we remind people that the majority of our funding comes from listeners. Please help support KEXP and Sound and Vision by giving a one-time $20 donation today at kexp.org sound. Or if you want to give more, see what our thank you gifts are, just go to kexp.org. It is your support that makes what you are about to hear next possible. Okay, let's get on to the show. Our mini-series called Apparently is about musicians and performers who are also juggling parenthood. It's a project by KEXP DJ Evie Stokes and KEXP producer Rachel Stevens. This next story is about a dad of four who's a drag queen by night. But first, here's Rachel and Evie. Oh, I know. It's the worst. <laughs> How dare you? The girl loves the microphone. Oh. oh, I'll be there in a little bit. <laughs> uh, she's definitely going through that, like... Um, separation anxiety or whatever it is yeah um yeah you know what i i read that clinginess i read recently that clinginess is just the ability to like to show emotion as a baby like to be comfortable with showing emotion with your caregivers so she's not a psychopath that's good she's not a psychopath cool i don't quite believe that she's not a psychopath yet but i just don't understand oh wait you were gonna tell me about how you've been watching drag race lately i have okay so my sister is drag race obsessed and has been trying to get me to watch it for (laughs) 20 years (laughs) as long as it's been on she's been trying to get me to watch it for years so you've watched the show oh i have had Marcy have her like stuffed animals lip sync for their life um, <laughs> before bed. Yeah, which is why I was so excited to talk to a drag queen for our most recent episode of Apparently. Rachel, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I got to talk to Reese Imba, who is Cookie Couture. And I talked to him about being a dad who does drag and all the challenges of being a queer foster parent. Miss Cookie Couture! Pre-pandemic, Cookie Couture took to the stage dressed to the nines. She's toweringly tall, which is helped by the nine-inch heels. She has cherry red lips, eyebrows painted in a metallic gold. There's a lot of pink, a lot of leopard, a platinum wig that reminds me of the old adage, the higher the hair, the closer to God. I love doing drag because I love to make people happy and I love to take whatever day someone is having, maybe they're having a really negative day, they're having a hard time. Babe, I'm going to put on a little show for you that's going to last five minutes. And during that five minutes, like all I really want is a smile on your face and I want you to be able to forget all of the things going on around you that or difficult, you know? This is Reese Umba, who is also Cookie Couture, and also a dad. He's been a foster parent since 2011, long before he started doing drag. I've taken care of 16 different kiddos from various lengths of time, from a weekend up until, you know, three years. Um, and I have adopted four um, throughout that time. But, um, you know, often... 
you get a phone call from a social worker. They say, hey, Reese, uh, you know, we've got um, a kiddo here, needs a home by five o'clock today. <laughs> so wow. let us know what you think. You know, we'll try and get you as much as much information about it as we can. Being a foster parent for Reese means quick decisions and fast connections. Reese says that he and his partner never regretted taking in a child, but letting go of them was sometimes a bittersweet heartbreak. In 2015, after a particularly hard goodbye, Reese searched for something to lighten the spirits in his home. One of my foster placements went back to their to their birth parent. And I remember that was the first time I had experienced that, you know, taking care of a kiddo for six months and then having them leave and potentially never seeing them again. And that was, you know, really devastating for me and my partner at the time. So I remember thinking to myself, you know, I what what can I do that will bring me out of this headspace that I can just have some fun with? And I've always loved drag queens. I've always loved going to drag shows. I've loved the, the energy and the positive atmosphere, and it just makes me feel good. So I thought, you know what? Maybe I should give it a go. And that is how Reese became a dad who does drag. Reese went from borrowing a friend's clothes to cheer up his partner to doing full-time drag. Cookie Couture started DJing clubs, hosting RuPaul drag race viewing parties, facilitating drag bingo, and reading to children while in drag at libraries around the area. Which you might remember because Drag Queen Storytime was met with protests back in 2019. Here's a clip from King 5. Police, protesters, and pride flooded the entryway to this King County Public Library. What's happening here today is children are being led astray. The protesters may be few in number, but they were very vocal in opposing a first for this Des Moines library. Drag queen story time. Why impose your, this lifestyle on a child? The children will grow up and learn their own opinions all by themselves. There's no reason for this. Cookie Couture believes that there are many important reasons for gestures vaguely at everything. This. She thinks the conversations about identity that drag brings up are hugely important for children. So she takes the discrimination in stride and powers on. A move Reese is used to from being a foster parent. Unfortunately, I would say that a big reason that I haven't had any contact with a lot of the kids that used to be in my care is because I'm a queer person. And um, there's sadly been a lot of instances where you know, a birth parent will be completely on board with, you know, me taking care of their child and loving their kid. And there's no question about that. And then when they find out that, you know, I'm gay or whatever, then all of a sudden it's, it's a huge issue. And, you know, that's too bad. And I'm, that's still something that persists today, but, um, you know, I'm very proud of who I am and I'm proud of everything that I've done for all these kiddos. So I wouldn't change anything. No matter if they leave or how they leave, if a child comes into Reese's home, they are a part of his family. You know, when they leave your home, they're not erased. I mean, I still have photos up of those kids, you know. His family is big and filled with tons of love and creativity in their home. 
Reese's four boys, now 8, 10, 11, and 12 years old, are so used to drag shows, they barely even notice Cookie Couture sometimes. I have a, a drag dressing room in the basement of my house. So it's like, I'll come up the stairs in full, you know, ostrich feather showgirl costume. And they're just like, oh, hey, dad, can we have pizza tonight? You know, it's just like completely something that they, they don't even, it doesn't even register to them anymore. Teresa's kids, it's simple. He is their dad. They have another dad. And Cookie Couture is part of the family too. My my youngest son, my eight-year-old, um, I remember when he was in kindergarten, one of his very first assignments that he had to complete is he had to make a collage of his family. So, you know, it involved pictures of um, his brothers, pictures of me, uh, pictures of my co-parent, and I remember him asking if he could put pictures of me and drag on there also. And, you know, I'll be honest, part of me was a little like, hmm, you know, I don't, I don't want, I don't want him to have a negative experience with other kids being like, what is going on with your dad in this picture? You know, because, um, you know, I just want, I want life to be easy for them. But I remember thinking about it and saying, you know, if you if you want me on there, then absolutely. And sure enough, you know, there's a picture of me and a big busted blonde wig um, sitting down at the coffee table that was on his family collage. And um, yeah, that made me feel kind of emotional, actually, that he would even consider adding that. When you are used to being unseen, sometimes it surprises you when you are seen. Reese advocates for those overlooked, whether that's in your home or in the community. I've had opportunities to work directly with young kids who are interested in doing drag. Uh, last summer, I was a part of a program where I got to mentor a kiddo who was interested in doing drag. So, you know, I sort of taught him how to do makeup, but also just like really gave him a lot of space to like get creative and how he wanted to present what he wanted to look like. And, you know, through that, like I've, I've now formed a bond with his family and like, uh, they're a part of my family. I feel like I'm a part of theirs. So I think that, um, drag is like a really nice way that we can kind of bridge the gap from, you know, our, our queer youth and our queer elders, you know? The name of that young drag queen is Cha-Cha Meringue. I came out and I introduced Cha-Cha and Cha-Cha came out and just absolutely slayed uh, a RuPaul number. At just 10 years old, she is packed full of sass, confidence, and joy. Halfway through the performance, Chacha is swinging her head around, lip-syncing her heart out, and her wig flies off. The crowd goes wild, and Chacha keeps dancing away, not missing a beat, no fucks given. It's amazing. It made me cry. This video was taken by Chacha's mom, and at the end of the performance, she had to put the phone down because she was cheering and clapping so hard. It was so heartwarming. Chacha's whole family was there. I really, it was just, it was such a special evening. Actually, we just recently celebrated uh, the anniversary of that performance, and Chacha's mother actually uh, called me and we talked for a little bit about that. And 
Yeah, drag, bringing families together. <laughs> so last week we all got together as a group and we had to present our performances and I think everybody was feeling a little bit nervous, you know, butterflies and Cha-Cha's hand shot straight up and Cha-Cha said, I will go first. And she went and she slayed. It was amazing. Also, my four kids are here up there somewhere and they're very excited for this and they are incredibly jealous that uh, I've run off the last couple Saturdays to work with Cha-Cha, so I'm just gonna uh, let her blow you all away. Gender Fierce, make a lot of noise for the debut of Cha-Cha Reese wants to show his community that queer people will not be silenced. That you can be whoever you want to be, as loud as you want to be, and that is awesome. He wants to show foster children that they have not been forgotten. These days, Reese is busy co-parenting four boys through one hell of a year. But you can find Cookie Couture leading Zoom dance parties and Drag Queen story hours online. The joy of drag persists. This is apparently a series for KXP's Sound and Vision. Special thanks to Evie Stokes, my parent partner in crime for this podcast. I'm Rachel Stevens. Hang in there, friends. That was Sound and Vision. So next time on Apparently, we'll meet a dad who struggled with addiction, which was amplified when he was on tour and performing. I, I proceed to get faded, and I'm already high. I get on stage... And I think the only time I've ever been mentioned in Rolling Stone was like, and Champagne Champagne took the most liberty of the night and got audibly booed. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, I was like, oh, damn. Okay. He'll talk about his journey to sobriety and being more present for himself and his kid. That's next time on Sound and Vision.